You're listening to You've Got This, episode 274. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I wanna talk about the concept of a reset day. And this is something that as I record this, I actually had a chance to do this over the past weekend and it felt so great. And so I wanted to talk about some ideas of how you can have a reset day. And it doesn't even have to be a full day. It doesn't have to be a day where you're not working. Um, There's a lot of ways to kind of balance this with all kinds of other things you have going on. But what I find is that sometimes I'll have, you know, several days in a row where I'm just slammed. Like there's a lot going on. Maybe I fall off my habits a little bit. Like I I feel a little bit out of control. Things start to build up in my house. I'm not getting to my laundry. You know, the kitchen isn't clean. And I just feel this need to kind of like reset, like come come and like tackle a bunch of stuff at, at the same time or just kind of get myself back into a mode where I feel more relaxed and in control of what's going on around me. And I think there's a ton of different ways to do this that you can kind of personalize for yourself. I would also say there's a lot of people who post these kinds of videos on YouTube to say like they're having a reset day or they're having like an administrative day where they're just kind of piling, you know, a bunch of things on a list and getting it all done. And what I mean by a reset day is definitely something that's a little bit more relaxed. It's not necessarily about productivity, although I think that sometimes productivity can be relaxing, especially if you feel like there's a bunch of things that have added up over time and you're just not able to get to them. So I wanna offer some kind of um, buckets of, of themes that could be part of a reset day in terms of the kinds of things that you might do. And um, sometimes this is not even planned. Like the most recent reset day I had, I just felt so good at the end of the day and I realized why was because I had done a bunch of these reset activities. So sometimes this happens a little bit by default, um, but you could also certainly plan it into your schedule. So the first thing I think um, that can be helpful when you're thinking about a reset day is your environment. So this could include, for example, doing some laundry or decluttering an area of your house, putting some things away, cleaning your kitchen, you know, getting a load of dishes started, getting a load of laundry started, that's just kind of happening in the background. So you start feeling a little bit productive. I think this could also include like cleaning off your desk, filing some things away, um, cleaning off the desktop of your computer. I mean, like there could be a lot of different things that you do here, but the idea is just to kind of look around your environment and see if there's anything that's kind of built up that's bothering you that you want to kind of, um, you know, tidy up or declutter in a way that's going to feel a little bit more relaxed for you. Now, I also think you want to focus on a reset day on something related to kind of your physical care. Now, for me, what this often includes is I hydrate a lot because sometimes when I get really busy, I'm not always focused on the very basics of like taking care of making sure I'm getting enough water. So I might start the day by drinking, you know, 24 ounces of water or having a, like a nice cup of tea, something that's kind of getting me hydrated. And then you also might wanna build in some form of exercise or movement, something that, again, if this is like a routine that you normally have, but you've kind of fallen off, how can you build that into your reset day? So that might include something like yoga or taking a walk outside. It doesn't have to be like an intense workout, but I think that you know getting your body moving and just kind of attending to yourself can be really helpful. Now, sometimes I also include like little, um, I guess you could call them like cosmetic tasks or something like that. Like if I have to do like, 
um, and, and this is not going to apply to everybody who listens to this podcast, but like, like getting my eyebrows done or, you know, something where it's like, I want to, um, kind of do maintenance on like my fingernails or something like painting my nails. That might be a physical task that you do that kind of catches you up with like something that's again, just kind of fallen off and you want to like, make sure your nails are like trimmed and filed or something like that would be a good task to do on a day like this. Now, I also think a big part of a reset day is definitely some form of rest. Now, whether this means like turning off your alarm and sleeping in a little bit later or trying to build in a nap during the day or even going to bed early at the end of the reset day, any of these things would fall into this category of just being attentive again to kind of your physical body and the rest that you might need. What I really found um, on this reset day I recently had was I turned off my alarm in the morning and I ended up sleeping like a couple hours later than I normally would, which is highly unusual for me. So it really gave me a good sense of like my body needed the rest. It was a recovery time after just a really long week of like meetings and work. And I also had in this past week, um, we had a snow day. And so I was kind of back in the office and then I was back at home. So it was kind of just a disrupted week in a lot of ways and a very long week. So getting in that extra rest at the very beginning of the reset day felt really good. Now, something else that you might wanna put into your reset day, and this is my favorite part of the reset day, this is what really makes me feel like I'm getting more energy, is what I would call cup filling activities. Now, this is gonna be different for everyone. So it depends a little bit on you know what fills your cup. But for me, um, for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know what fills my cup is things like solitude time, reading time, Um, things that are more organizational can sometimes fill my cup. And so I spent the first couple of hours of my morning doing some kind of administrative tasks that were more organizational, that were digital, like on my computer, and just getting things kind of sorted and organized. And that felt incredibly good. I fit in some reading during the day. And then at the very end of the day, I did some food prep, but in an incredibly relaxed way. I made a really um, kind of uh, like a one pot meal, which was a big pot of soup. Now, if you can imagine, you know, your house filling up with the the smells of like a home cooked meal that, you know, you're going to be able to eat all week long. And um, I, it was just very relaxing for me to kind of put together this big pot of soup at the end of the day, knowing that I was kind of prepping for the rest of the week. Now, a lot of my meal prep often includes like multiple stages. Like I have to put things in the oven and I have to like saute vegetables and I have to kind of combine things in a certain way and to put everything in one pot and just let it cook for like an hour. And then at the end it was done. That was incredibly relaxing and it felt like I was taking care of myself, but doing it in a way that was kind of um, not as time intensive as what I usually do when I'm uh, creating meals for the week. Now, I would imagine for other people, cup filling activities might involve more social time, getting outside, um, being in nature. I mean, there could be all kinds of things that that cup filling activities mean for you. It could be catching up on a show that you want to watch, you know, all kinds of different activities. So this one is really like choose your own adventure. You have to kind of think about what's really going to be filling your cup in a way that's going to feel good to you. 
Now, the other thing that I think can be really helpful on a reset day is if you have errands that you want to run. So this is something that I also find kind of builds up over time. Um, and it might be errands or just kind of other like little admin tasks, like putting a grocery list together or placing a grocery order. It could be like dropping something off for a donation. Um, it could be picking up books at the library, going by the bank, going by the post office, like all these kinds of little tasks that sometimes it's really hard to fill um, during like a really busy week or even a busy month, they kind of add up over time. So taking a couple of hours and planning out a bit of a route so that you can kind of do it really efficiently and just go from one place to another, I think can be a really helpful thing to do on a reset day. So as you can see from all of these activities, part of what we're trying to do on a reset day is just get you into a space where you feel better. So it's so important to think about what is the thing that is kind of bothering you? Like it's just been like on your mind and you you've wanted to dedicate more time to it or even like the visual clutter of like seeing your your laundry build up in your hamper like it just doesn't feel good to you. Um, I think changing the sheets on your bed is another great activity to do on a reset day. You know, anything that just kind of like refreshes the space around you. So depending on where you live right now, you might not be able to kind of like open up the windows and like get fresh air and, and do that kind of thing. I know some of us are in very cold climates where we can't quite do that right now, but that's kind of the, the kind of thing we're going for is how do we kind of bring a sense of freshness and refresh into our lives after we've had a pretty um, busy schedule or just a period of time where we haven't felt like we've been able to give attention to the things that we really care about. Now, I would also mention, I think part of a reset day can also be about reconnecting with people that are important to you. So if you've been head down working and you haven't been able to like call your mom or talk to your sibling or engage with your partner, this is a great space to do that as well. So find an activity that you can do together or just give someone a phone call just to kind of catch up and see how things are going. All of these are great activities to do on a reset day. So I would love to hear if you've done this recently and what you included in your reset day. You can always email me at hello at drkatielinder.com. I always love to hear how these kind of general ideas that I threw out there end up being implemented into your life in very personalized ways. So feel free to let me know if you are planning a reset day and what that looks like for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at drkatielinder.com slash podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.